Hey everyone, and welcome back to Legally Teaching an Engineer Sports. I'm Dylan Loga here with Sam and Max Loga. Today will be January 25th, and the Michigan Wolverines are still the 2023 college football national champions, and the Detroit Lions are headed to the NFC title game. Whoa! Wow. Wow. Stuff. wow. Oh. I mean, the great week of being a Michigan fan just continues. Yep. The train rolls on. Yep. Don't care if uh, Jimmy's trading his maize and blue for a different shade of blue and yellow. Don't even – doesn't bother me. It's good for him. Go get paid, my guy. Tonight will be, before we get into all that good stuff, I know we're lathering at the mouth, tonight will be episode 70, the title, Leading the Honolulu Blue or Bandwagoner. That's right. Let's get into it, boys. The amount of times I heard that on Monday morning in the Tuesday is just absurd. Love that. All the good videos coming out of Detroit. It's awesome. So we're going to do our regular segment where we talk about if you're a bandwagon fan or if you're a true blue lion, Honolulu blue lions fan. Before we get to that, and we're going to do Sam's Cooler Talk. Before we get to that, we're going to do Roundtable. Before we get to that, who are we going to have on again, Sam? Four, two, Frank. You know we got to bring him back on. You got to see what the environment was like. Game two, playoffs. <sighs> I can only imagine. Um, I'm excited to have Frank on, talk his thoughts, talk his thoughts walk us through his thoughts. Um Max, you were downtown, so before Frank gets on, what are your thoughts? You were down there in the midst of the crowd. You didn't go to the game, but you were in the hubbub. How was it? I was in the hubbub. It was it was wild. We didn't cross over Woodward to go towards Ford Field, Comerica side. We stayed on the south side of Woodward, kind of, and uh, I saw parking spots for $150, and there was <laughs> lines of cars waiting to pull into said spots, which was just absurd. Uh, I had friends get downtown at 8.30 to get to a bar, And there was already a line outside of a said bar to get into it. And I rolled up downtown probably 10, 30, 11. The game wasn't until three. And this dirt hole bar that Dylan knows, it's called Bookies. Uh, We've probably seen a total of 60 people in it max, the amount of times we've been in there. And there was 560 people in it on Sunday. Just stupid. Stood for six hours, couldn't get a table. We finally got a table. The people next to us were going to the game dickheads by the way they sold their table to this like younger couple-ish group how much do you think they sold a table for 100 150 dollars nah not that steep but sam yeah so 50 bucks yeah 50 bucks they sold 50 bucks a table like what the hell people yeah dickheads for that but wow the environment was sweet uh i texted dylan multiple times i was going through it tv situation wasn't ideal uh, the environment was, though, pretty sweet. People hooting and hollering and cheering when good things would happen. So it was good. Awesome. Yeah, it's definitely not for me. I don't know about you, Sam. You can chime in. But uh, not for me to be in the general pop um, if I'm not <laughs> at the game itself. I don't want to hear uh sister over there telling me about how that shouldn't have been offsides when it was clearly offsides. Uh, I don't need that. Um, <laughs> so I was happy with my TV situation at home. Actually, <laughs> played some darts, you know, watched the game, enjoyed it. Hooped and, hooped and hollered on my own. 
Uh, excited. Can't wait for the NFC Championship game. It'll be, it'll be the last game on Sunday um, as the Lions will head to San Francisco and play the 49ers. There was a chance there that the Packers were going to upset the 49ers. Um, a coworker of mine today said what I said to Dad, and Dad, I could feel his jaw drop on the phone. I'm glad the 49ers beat the, uh, the Packers. I want the Detroit Lions to go into San Fran. I think I think feels better. I, I think, think it, it sets them up. It does. But I also think if Packers were coming into Ford Field, the Packers just beat said, the two best teams in the NFC. Young gunslinger Jordan Love. That's a dangerous combo right there for yeah. the Lions. So I'm glad, yeah. like you said, Dylan, it's San Fran. Give Put Detroit back on the underdog mentality go get them we're gonna bite your kneecaps on the way up kind of thing yeah you best believe i'm taking that plus seven and then a couple other touchdown parlays but i'm also a million percent taking that money line that's sexy as heck so yeah yeah sam take a mortgage out and uh, just put it all on lines money line very tempting i mean gotta make money somehow to get to the super bowl right so maybe that's the way we do it (laughs) are you going to super bowl sam yeah, yeah. Let me just find an extra twenty k laying around. <laughs> Super Bowl is in Las Vegas. Uh, hopefully, one of us will be there. Regardless, <laughs> as we discussed, the Lions are headed back or are headed for the first time in forever. So, first time that we've been alive to the NFC Championship game. They've never been to a Super Bowl. The Lions have not. And I'm going to say it because we've already heard it from Frank Fordfield. Frank, welcome, and Mr. Fordfield, Frank will be boots on the freaking ground in San Francisco, rooting the Lions on to their hopeful first-ever Super Bowl appearance. Frank, thanks for joining us again. Oh, God, thanks. It is so fantastic to be back because since I'm back, that means the Lions won. And it's just, <laughs> it is so fantastic to be back. I, I Frank will have I... boots on the ground. Um, we're going into enemy territory, and honestly, wouldn't have it any other way. Love it. It would be oh. great to be playing like the game at Ford Field, but – it just, it just kind of feels like, like, you know, with Michigan, you had to go through Bama, and it's like, you know, because when we win this national title, win this Super Bowl, there isn't anything you can say. Amen. We did it. Like we had to do it. Like oh, but you didn't have to play on the road, or oh, you didn't have to take out San Fran, the one seed. No, we we'll take care of our own business, and I'm honestly very confident in this team. Amen. Um, I love it. No, yeah, I love it. I, it's kind of like when you're playing Survivor. If you don't win an immunity challenge, how, how can you really be voted as the winner of Survivor? I think the Lions going on the road to San Fran, number one seed. They're going to look – everyone in the NFL is going to look around and be like, holy fuck. So Yeah, and you saw what Green Bay did to them, you know, running on the ground. I mean, it's it's not going to be the same team. You know, I think you're going to catch them a little bit. I think the rain a little bit, like, kind of helped Green Bay slightly. But we have a way better running game than them. And if you thought like you had a hard time handling their running game, have fun with Thunder and Lightning with Gibbs and Monty because it's going to be a long, long day. And then everything off of that little play action, the screens, and then occasionally take that shot over the top. I love it. I love everything about how we match up. Yeah, San Fran can get some pressure, only rushing four. (laughs) Cool. We got the best O-line in the league. Amen. Good luck. And you know what? Like with – Sorry, I just I just one more you thing. You, you know, with uh I noticed a little bit too with Aaron Jones when they were playing, he kind of would get in there and little kick out to the outside, and that's kind of where he did a lot of his damage. Put better people than to help you kick it outside than Penny Sewell and Taylor Decker. 
Taylor Decker had a phenomenal game against the Bucs that no one talks about. I feel like he's one of the most slept on left tackles. Like, sure, he's probably not a superstar, top three type left tackle. He's a damn good one, though, too. Yeah, he is. And he's scary as shit. Like, that dude, I would never want to see that guy in an alley. He's no, it's a very no, scary. All six, yeah. And somehow our ref missed them reporting. I won't bring it up again. I just had to once. <laughs> All right. Before we, so that's a good insight into San, heading to San Fran. Can't wait for it. 630 on Fox. We got Mr. Olsen and Burkhart on the Fox call. Uh, can't wait. Can't wait. Frank will be there. Before we get to that game a little more, a couple more questions. Let's go back. Sam, do you have any questions for Frank regarding the divisional game against the Bucks? Uh, louder or quieter? So I know the decibel thing said it was louder because I think that was happening in um, victory formation again. Mm. So Ford Field, or I think it might have been right after the interception. It just felt like there, it was a great environment, but it just felt like the tiniest scotch of a notch down from the Rams, just because of maybe the implications, like got Stafford coming back into town. Yeah. First playoff game in forever. And it's at home. Then you got like the golf Stafford trade kind of coming full circle. It's like it, it felt a little bit more personal, that Rams game. And maybe it's because like people were picking the Rams against us too, even though we were the, you know, favored to win that game. It felt like if we lost that Tampa Bay game, like we kind of choked one away, pissed it away a little bit because we beat them 20 to six. And I was, I was talking on this podcast. I was a little bit nervous. I didn't like how we were overlooking them a little bit, but we were having some injuries beat them 20 to six anyway, but like there was two throws. I know if Baker hit, it's like, that's a different game. So it was a 13, six game. Most of that game, we threw one over the top to J Mo, put it to 20 to six in the game in Tampa. But yep. no, no Mike it, Evans it, though is an absolute stud. He's crazy shit. I mean, at the same time, Cam Sutton is kind of a bum, but my God, God, Mike Evans is a stud. I wouldn't mind seeing him in Honolulu Blue for two years. And I'll tell you what, right now. Gosh. I agree. He's a downfield threat that the Lions. Jameson's trying to be that guy. Donovan Peoples-Jones maybe could be that guy. They don't have one yet. It's a problem, maybe. But uh, I'm going to flip it now. Sam, good question on the uh, factor of the loudness. Um, Max, I know you have a question. But I'm going to flip it to San Fran. I don't think they have a receiver type even close that can smell Mike Evans. They got a Chris Godwin who's kind of like a D, uh, like DK Metcalf and uh, Debo, but he might not play. So I don't know. We'll see. Well, I, was yeah. just, I was just reading while Frank was doing his first intro there, and Debo's not practicing today or tomorrow, and he still has pain, according to the report today. So. Love it. Love it. I love our chances without Debo. I mean, I'm not too worried about Debo anyway. To quote my uh, favorite safety, CJ Gardner Johnson or CD Deuce, you're her running back, bro. You can't run routes. You're her running back. You I mean, you're one. a damn good one. Brandon Ayuk, on the other hand, is a phenomenal route runner. I think he might he might be the guy that gets 150 yards on us, but like the bend it's gonna be. We just got to continue that. Like, exactly. Hey, you know, it's going to be like corners on, over the, under the, through the middle corner routes. Nothing like over the top with Brandon Ayuk. He is going to make some plays, but keep him in front. Bend, don't break. The Lions defense seems absolutely. to be able to bend, not break. Um, between between the 20s, you know, they're going to get their stats. But yeah. when you get into that red zone, lock it down. I like our chances. Amen. Max? Uh, I was going to ask you, what are your thoughts on Zach Ertz joining the club? I, I love it because – 
I'm, I look at it like I'm not bringing Zach Ertz in to replace Laporta. Mm-hmm. He's our number two tight end. And I would like to think he's an upgrade from Brock Wright, but man, Brock Wright always finds a way to come up clutch, but it's like, Hey, is it Brock Wright or is it Ben Johnson scheming him into a beautiful play wide open? So I don't know. I, I love it though. I think it's great. And if anything, get a, you know, a former, uh, I think two or three time pro bowl tight end to yeah. learn from with Laporta, learn the ropes, a couple little savvy vet tricks. I was like, it's a great move. I love it. I read uh, Campbell said today that it's just most all on his conditioning. He's in great condition. It's just how well he can pick up the playbook and how well he can hold his own. And if he can do it, they're playing him this weekend. So that's sweet. I mean, I love him over James Mitchell. I take him yeah. any day over James Mitchell. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, that's bonkers. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's crazy. It's a uh, Zach Ertz. Imagine, imagine someone trying to go get a ring and sign with the Lions. We are really. I know it. How crazy is that? <laughs> That's what I thought too. Is like, oh, Zach Ertz said he's only going to sign with the contender. This just in: Zach Ertz signed with the Lions. It's like, what world is this? This is <laughs> awesome. I love this shit. I love it. Um, all right. My only, uh, I guess, question for you: What will be your attire for the San Fran game? Boy, boy, boy. So I'm going back and forth with the, like not drawing too much attention because I just I want to get home safely to my family, but. I think I'm leaning towards, even though I don't look fantastic with my shirt off. Um, I think I'm going to paint myself with my cousin, who's a very large human. So I don't have to worry about getting picked on, hopefully, too much. Uh, I'm going to make sure he comes to the bathroom with me because I have a funny feeling to the bathroom painted blue. I'm going to have a target on my back. But um, I, I think one. I'm going to paint myself. We're going to be eight rows up in the end zone. So in the sea of red, if you see a couple of Smurfs, that's me and my cousin, John. <laughs> Hey, Kozlowski, baby. Let's go. I love it. Forward down the field. I mean, Frank, you are our favorite Lions fan. I am pulling for you. I can't wait to hopefully see you on TV on Sunday. We'll get our asses a win. Uh, Looking forward to it. And before you get out of here, so tonight, you don't know this, but tonight, episode 70, it's titled Bleeding the Honolulu Blue or Bandwagoner? Question mark. And this is just a random thought. Would you like to take the quiz to determine if you're a true Honolulu Blue Lions fan or a bandwagoner. I'm nervous, but yeah, I'll take your test. Let's see. <laughs> right. Let's hear it. We're, we're going to have you hop off and then I'll, t- and then we'll have you hop back on deal. We're going to run Sounds through the good. and then the questions and then you'll get back on. And then sounds good. You no, know, this is not an official quiz. I came up with these questions today. This are just the Dylan Lillard <laughs> Blue questions. Um, but excited to have you do it. Sounds good. Shoot me a text. I'll be back. See you soon. Or, yeah. or Bill Frank. All right, boys. Looking forward to that. That's a good, some exuberant energy right there. Um, let's get right into the roundtable then. So Jim Harbaugh is gone. Max, what are your thoughts? I mean, I instantly got the update and I texted a couple of people saying, "What the hell?" But I mean, looking back at it, the writing was on the wall. Uh, JJ, their whole offensive line, their Blake's gone. I mean, the writing was on the wall. It was just a matter of time. Just. I guess Michigan couldn't get the money and couldn't get the the pardons in order for him to have allegiance and <laughs> NCAA to do what he wants. So it's all right. Next man up mentality. Yes, Sam, any thoughts? I mean, I don't know. Coaches only do so much at the end of the day. So we'll see what happens, but I think Michigan will be fine. Nah, that dude's one of the best coaches in all sports, straight up. Uh, and I don't think I saw anyone happier in that parade than Jim Harbaugh. 
it just felt like he knew he was gone. He was so happy. He was smiling so much. Um, I'm happy for him. I think he came to Michigan to win a national title and put that put the football football program back on the tracks. Uh, as you recall, it was the Rich Rod era. They didn't even make a bowl game one year. Um, it was bad. So he did that, and then some. He won a national title for the University of Michigan football. They'll forever be national champions. 2023 national champions. Um, Jim Harbaugh, Harbaugh will forever go down a hero in Michigan football history. So I'm cool with it. Go blue. Max, what else you got? Um, this is a random thing, but sir, Sam, you're moving at a bad time, dude. North Carolina is finally going to legalize sports betting. The day I was just saying it the last, last night, man, they advertise that stuff all the dang time and you cannot do it here. It's so annoying. <laughs> well, now you're going to be able to, and they're dropping it at a prime time. Ready? March 11th at high noon. <laughs> which is the day before the ACC men's basketball tournament starts. Genius. Where does it take place? Charlotte, North Carolina. (laughs) Brilliant. Can't. Ingenious. And then it rolls right into March Madness. North Carolina is going to make a killing in sports betting. I might go to North Carolina just to bet. You know, I can bet in Michigan. Who knows? You can get free money there, probably. Yeah, probably. Sign up. I'm going to go off that. Uh, actually, in Ohio, now if you go to a Kroger in Ohio, specifically in Dayton, Ohio, and Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, you can go to a kiosk that has sports betting. So you can just go to Kroger now and put your bets down in the state of Ohio. Pretty sick. Yeah, Same. I got my milk and eggs, and I'm going to put this $20 parlay in. <laughs> no no milk tonight, parlay. <laughs> Sam, what do you got? The, the, world, the world is turning a certain direction. Uh <laughs> Honestly, I, I mean, beyond just watching a couple football games, uh, I don't really have that much to talk about sports-wise, honestly. And Sam, you weren't watching because there's a lot of things to talk about. Um, how about the golf world? The amateur who won $1.5 million, Mr. Nick Dunlap. He won zero, dude. He won $1.5 million. He collected zero. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Second place finisher collects the money because he's still an amateur in college. So the PGA rules do not allow him to collect his earnings. Horseshit. Yeah, just made second place, first place, second place, or third place, second place. The money just dropped down, which everyone is dropped stupid. Second place. Stupid. But in my mind, do you think? Do you think like maybe they all got together and were like, "Hey, let's shoot him a Venmo." Probably. <laughs> I honestly do think. One hundred seventy-seven thousand dollars Venmo. I mean. Why, what's that? What's the difference in that? And then uh, JJ McCarthy making that off wearing Beats headphones. Yeah, yeah. I see no harm in that. They should do that. Um, Max, go ahead. Uh, do you guys see the thing about TCU women's basketball team? It's on my list. That's good. Yeah. One. So they had so many injuries and like sicknesses that they had to forfeit two games because they didn't have enough girls. Now we're talking NCAA Division One Big Twelve basketball. Didn't have enough growth for two games. They started like 12 and two, too. Yeah. So, forfeited two games, had open tryouts last Thursday, Friday. They got a volleyball player and then they got three new walk ons in the starting lineup for their team this upcoming week. I haven't heard any, seen any records or anything, but it came across and I was like, what the actual hell is this? Crazy. So, if you're a girl at TCU and you missed your opportunity to be a D1 athlete, that always, they would have been taking anybody probably. <laughs> Megan Plashko, our uh, gopher goalie, is now a go, uh, go, uh, horn frog goalie. Maybe she, she should she didn't get the buck. 
Probably a little short for the basketball team. Maybe she can shoot though. Maybe she should get. She should have shot her shot. Would have been sweet. Uh, Sam, are you gonna buy a Super Bowl square this year? Nah, I'm limiting the gambling that's occurring in my household to zero dollars this year. From he's limit. Sam's limiting his sports gambling from zero to zero. Very nice. Well, if you would like <laughs> Super Bowl square, reach out to me, and we're doing five dollar squares. We have about twenty left. Right now, if there's enough interest, we'll do a second uh, second board. Uh, like Dylan Matt, said last episode, it's the easiest money you can make, right? Just, yeah, just, just stupid luck. Max, did you hear about the Milwaukee Bucks? Uh, yeah, firing their head coach. Or yeah. having to pay three coaches on one salary. And the next day, well, that too, but the next day, hiring Doc Rivers. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I was that. <laughs> But I think the funniest part is the fact that they're paying three separate coaches on one tab still. So they got Doc out of that. They had the other white dude, and then they had the other black dude. So now they got three coaches on one salary. It's quality. Yeah, Adrian Griffin was fired this morning or yesterday afternoon, last night, and then Doc Rivers was hired this morning. Clearly, they knew what they were doing. Um, I wanted to be known that the last game they played was against the Pistons, and Giannis was on the bench drawing up plays in disgust because of the fact that the Pistons kept it so close. <laughs> Also, let's make it be known that the Bucks record is like 30 and 13, so they're not a bad team. <laughs> it's just like Dylan said, Giannis was in disgust of what was going on. So and how many wins do the Pistons have? Two, three, three, seven, four. Ah, um, all right, Max, any more? Yeah. Uh, do you guys know how many days it is till opening day? 45. Nope. We did this last year and I nailed it. So give me a second here. Yeah. Um, exactly. uh, it's two different. So opening day for baseball or opening day for the Tigers. You can give me two numbers, Dylan. Sam, you're way off. Uh, so. Um, oh, sorry. Let me do 125. No, that's not two. It's going to be 69. Ooh, you are so close, Dylan. It is 70 for red, uh, baseball, MLB in general, 72 for the Tigers. Damn. It's all right, but I was just bringing that up. There's only two guys inducted to the Baseball Hall of Fame this year. Sam, can you name one of them? No. Dylan. Adrian Beltre. Adrian Beltre. Uh, I'll give you a hint. Famous Minnesota Twins catcher, Sam. Joe. Joe Maurer. I didn't know if you would bring it up, but those are the only two. And those, the list was a really long ballot. A guy that got snubbed, uh, Mr. Gary Sheffield, he was on his last ballot, and he got snubbed. People aren't up in arms about that. So Barry Bonds gets snubbed. It's horseshit. Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds. All of it. All right. Anyways, what else you got, Dylan? Needles are a popular tool in, in the medical field. Why can't they be a popular tool in sports? I don't get that. I mean, we have talked about letting them use steroids and really cranking up baseball. We've talked about it on this podcast, giving them corked bats, moving in the infield, making it a little league kind of thing. I'm with it. I get it. <laughs> All right, my last one. Uh, last one, then we'll move on to Sam's Cooler Talk. Uh, did you guys see? So we didn't even talk about this. We're not probably going to talk about it. Let me go back. We'll two things here quick. I'm going to lose the NFL playoff bracket. I, I did very bad. I had the Bills coming out of the AFC, and I had the Cowboys coming out of the NFC. Horrible picks. Um, so the Bills lost to the Chiefs, and the key one of the key plays was the Bills kicker, Tyler Bass, missing horribly missing a field goal way right. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but after the game in the last few days, 
Chiefs and Bills fans have donated more than $100,000 to his charity, which is 10 Lives Club, which is a local cat adoption uh, facility. So really cool uh, of all the Chiefs and Bills fans. And uh, I'm a big fan of cats. So that's pretty sweet, Tyler Bass. Shout out to you for even though sucking ass, you're still doing good things. All right, let's move on to Sam's Cooler Talk. Sam's Cooler Talk presented by Modelo. Shout out to Modelo. Looking for a crisp lager that's moderate on calories and masterful on flavor. Look no further than Modelo Especial, which I just had the other night, by the way. It's pretty good. On draft. Modelo Especial is more than just a Mexican winter sipper. It's the official beer of the Saturday morning hockey appearance and Thursday night. It's almost the weekend. Celebrators. Stop at your local Meyer or like my grocery store to grab yourself some Modelo Especial. It's Cerveza straight to the Cabeza. All right, Sam. Question one. Favorite line of all time? Megatron. Nice. He might come up in our quiz. Who played an NFC Championship game last year? Like anybody? No, who played an NFC Championship game last year in the football? No clue. Well, who who was in the Super Bowl? Generally, couldn't I think I don't even know. It wasn't was it, I don't know Eagles. Mm-hmm. That was an NFC team, yeah. Mm. Okay, cool, got it. <laughs> who did the, the Eagles beat, Max or Sam? Now. Hmm. That's tough. I'm gonna say like mm, Dallas. It wasn't the Chiefs, was it? 49ers, guys. Chiefs is in Super Bowl, Sam. Ah. 49ers <laughs> are making their second straight NFC uh, title game appearance. Sam, who you got in Australian Open? Uh female, Coco Goff. Okay. And then men, I couldn't t- t- tell you. I think all the big names are out. Yeah, sure. one last. Nadal? He's, re- he's retired. Novak. Novak. I was getting there. <laughs> All right. When's the last time you've been to a Lions game? I have no idea. Crickets, crickets, crickets. Uh- <laughs> I know I've been, I think. This is one of your worst cooler talks. All right. Could you make a 25-yard <laughs> field goal? How far? 25 yards. Uh, the kick Easy. of destiny. Easy. Wow. Easy. Gronkowski's kicking one in a live commercial like they did last year. He missed it. Um, he's kicking another one this year. And if you select yes, he's going to make it, and he makes it on FanDuel, you get to split the pot of, like, I think it's $15 million of bonus bets, but it's going to come out to being, like, $7 a person, basically. Yeah. Is it I picked yes. 25 yards? Yep. 25 yards, yep. I picked Jess. He missed last year. I feel like he's putting some work. He's not a guy that just goes around and, like, loses. Yeah, so I picked Jess. All right, good job, Sam. I'm just kidding. That was horrible. Better luck next week. <laughs> um. All right, let's get to the main segment of episode, 70, of episode 70, Bleeding the Honolulu Blue or Bandwagoner. Ford Field Frank is back to join us for this segment. Um. So I sort of briefly explained it earlier. Um, I, I'm not too sure how I want to do this. I think it's, we're going to go person by person by person, but it's going to be difficult because if you don't know the answer and then the person in front of you does know the answer, like Sam doesn't know the answer. Yeah, it spills the beans a bit. Exactly. So we're going to make Sam go first every time. And then we'll <laughs> put back to 14 masks. Let's get it going, boys. we got 20 questions here. This is the quiz to determine if you're a bandwagoner or you are a true Lions Honolulu Blue fan. Um, patent pending Dylan Logan quiz. Play along at play along at home. Uh, if you get one right, or if you do well, let us know. I think to, to pass, you got to get at least thirteen right out of twenty ish. 
So here we go. What year did the Detroit Lions go 0-16? Sam. 2016. Max. <laughs> like 2014. Frank. This is a tough one to start. 2008. That's why it's Ford Field Frank. Uh, what was the what was their pre and Frank is correct, you both are wrong. What was their preseason record that year? Me. Whoever. Anyone? Uh, I'm gonna go three now. They played four games. Oh four now. <laughs> four now. <laughs> That's correct. They were four now. Good job, Max. It's a bonus point. All right. Here we go. Everyone should get this. This is a neat, this is a gimme for all our listeners. Name five former non-Stafford Lions. Sam, go ahead. Bro, these are literally just these are Sam, just trap the questions. These are just trap questions from Dylan. Got this. Got this. <laughs> yeah, you got you got uh Megatron, Barry Sanders. Keep going. <laughs> uh Hansen. Dude, you can do it. A blank man. That's it. All right, Max, go. Can't say, we'll say the ones he said. Roy Williams. Nice. Dante Goldpepper. Nice. Uh, uh Golden Tate. Yep. Darius Slay. Yep. Um One more. Sheesh. Uh... Oh, Jane. Um we're running back for the Saints now. Yeah, I like Hen Hen Young. What's up? It. Yeah, what is Jamal Williams? Jamal. Yeah. There you go. All right, Frank, go. Uh, Glover Quinn, Nandamakan Sue, Nick Fairley, Ziggy Ansah, DeAndre Lovey. Those are all good ones. Well done, Frank. Frank is two <laughs> zero. Um, here we go. I like this question. Sam, nah. where did Zach Center go to college? Who? <laughs> Zach Zenner. He's a white running back. I think he wore number 34, but don't quote me on that. Go ahead, Sam. Doctor. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, BYU. It's not horribly off, Max. Michigan. Nah, Frank. South Dakota State, home of the Jackrabbits. Correct. Frank is killing this. <laughs> There's two Zach Zenners. No, Zenner. Zinter. Oh, Zenner. I thought you meant Zinter, like the offensive lineman for the University of Michigan or national champions. <laughs> Half bonus point. Yeah, Max. All right. I respect the effort. I do. How does the Lions victory song end? Go Lions. That's actually correct, Sam. I will give you that. That is correct. <laughs> Max, can you give before, me the three words before it? Forward down the field, we will not yield. We're still going to give it to you because go lines. So Sam got it. So we're going to get a point here. But Frank, can you give me the three words before it? It's like blah, 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 blah. A Lions so, victory. There it is. That is correct. And it does end. Go Lions. Yeah. So everyone gets a point there. Good job. <laughs> and that's the first point. All right, here we go. Who was the young receiver from Boise State University who committed more than 20 crimes and went to prison in California. Sam. What? You should know this. Sam. I can, like, see his face, but I can't. I don't know his name. I remember the stories. Max. 
I have no idea. I'm going to say Calvin Ridley. I like it. Frank. Henry Ruggs. Is it Titus Young? That's correct. <laughs> Frank. Go, Frank. He's fourth field Frank for a reason. All right. All right. Since 2000, there have been. Oh, no. Different question. Since 2000, the three teams the Lions lost to in the playoffs are who? And you don't have to give the year. Just who are the three teams that the Lions have lost in the playoffs and since 2000? There's only three games. Uh, they're all on the road. Max, you're going to go first in this one. Saints. Correct. Dallas. Seahawks. I uh, shit. He's, he's correct. So everyone gets its points. Because <laughs> I said correct. <laughs> Good job, Max. I knew Frank's going to get it, and Sam wasn't. So let's get everyone a point there. <laughs> yeah, I had none of those teams. There was going to be any of my guesses. <laughs> All right. I will not say correct. I screwed up on that one. It's on me. Name of the Oregon Duck who the Lions drafted at quarterback. I'm like, I don't have the exact year, but I want to say like 2003 or 2005. Sam. Uh, I have no idea. Max. I only know like two Oregon quarterbacks since I've been alive Marcus Mariota and Bo Nix. So this is top seed. This might be more my age. Frank's definitely going to get this. So I have no no idea. Joey Harrington, a.k.a. Joey Blues, guys. That's correct. Yeah, yeah I have no idea. You could have just straight up asked me where Joey Harrington go to college and I would have looked you with cross-eyed. <laughs> well, there he was a... on the cover of NCAA that year. He was. Oh, Hold on, I might yeah. have it. Oh! <laughs> bonus points if he has it. Wow. While he looks, we continue onward. Um, Sam does not. That's all right. Sam, I do think you're going to be able to get this one and Max. Where did Calvin Johnson go to college, and where did Barry Sanders go to college? Johnson was Georgia Tech. Barry Sanders, no clue. I'm going to say, like, I don't even know what to guess. Michigan? But, no. Okay. Max? Virginia? Uh, Georgia Tech is right for Megatron, and uh, Barry Sanders' alma mater is sadly on my do-not-bet list, Oklahoma State. That is correct. Frank would have gotten those right, so we're still going to give him the points. We're going to keep plugging. When he gets back, he'll join back in. Sam, you get a half point there. What question are we on? Are we on seven? I'm keeping score at home here. I got it. Come on. Yeah. Um, who is the Lions' all-time point leader? Sam. Point leader? Already might have said him. Barry Sanders? Megatron? Max. Mr. Hansen. That's right. Correct. You said him already, Sam. As one of your former players. You know, Frank's getting Bro, how's he the point leader? He kicked field goals. Yeah, he kicked a lot of extra points and a lot of field goals. That adds up. All right. We're going forward. Where did the Lions this all right? I really hope you guys both get this one. Where did the Lions play before Ford Field? Super Name deep. of them. Max. Silverdome. That's correct. Silverdome. Do you both know when Ford Field opened? What year? 97. Max? I want to say like 2003. I don't think I would have gotten this one right. It was 2002. This was a tough one. <laughs> Do you know when they held the Super Bowl? 2006 or 8. I think 6 feels right though. 6. It was right after they opened. Do you know who was in the Super Bowl? 
I just saw the highlight video. It's I want to say that it was like Green Bay versus somebody weird, like the Rams. No, Steeler Seahawks. Oh, okay, damn. Frank has a dead laptop, but he's gonna be back on soon. <laughs> he'll be he'll join in when we get there. Um, who famously? This is a good one. We'll do this one. Who is the Lions mascot's name? What is the Lions mascot's name? Max? Rory. Sam? I would phone a friend here, Sam. Rory? That's correct. (laughs) (laughs) We got Paul. We got Rory. All right. All right. Um, This is another easy one. Who owns the Lions? Sam? I don't. It's, I mean, it's the Ford family. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty yeah. much right. We'll, we'll accept that for half. Oh, never mind. We're going to. Who's the Lions? Martha Ford. Frank, who owns the Lions? Oh, Sheila Ford Hamp. That is the absolute correct answer. <laughs> Sheila's parents were Martha and William. So I get a point too then. Just because yeah, doesn't mean anything. You guys kind of all do there. That was whatever. All right. Frank, you're back. You missed a couple, but we knew you would have got them. Uh, for example, who is the Lions all-time point leader? Jason Hansen. Yes, sir. Knew it. I know you knew who the Lions mascot's name is. Rory. Yeah, love it. All right. Here's a new one. <laughs> who famously wore number 44 as a running back for the Detroit Lions? Me? Yeah, yeah. Sam? Uh... <laughs> Oh, Max? Uh, I'm Frank. Max Branson? Frank. Javid Best. That is correct. Oh, wow. <laughs> who is the most, this is opinionated, but I'm still going to say it. Who is the most fam- famous, uh, who is the most famous fullback in Lions history? Sam. The, the uh, fullback? I can barely tell you what they do. Max. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. That's Frank. Tough. Uh, you definitely don't want to get headbutted by this guy because he's got a full load for a noggin, Corey Schlesinger. That's correct. Yep. Love it. Well done. All right. What is the most famous Ndamukong Sue timeout, actually? Um, 